This is a HeadGum Podcast. And Temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer? A beach bum summer? Or a wake-me-up-when-the-sun-sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door, in as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. We're back. Kind of a slow news day in the hashtag this league, but let's find something to talk about anyway with Billy Scafuri. You're getting bucket buckets. Happy one year anniversary of getting Russell Westbrook. Wow. Was that? We already sort of knew that before we were doing our live recording though, right? It was sort of like a preordained thing. I just felt like we are now in, to timestamp this episode, like 30 to 20 minutes before all the tweets can officially come flooding out with who's going where. That's right. And it just harkens back to that miraculous, oh, we're a three-headed monster because we have Russell Westbrook. We know how it turned out, but just wanted to wish you a happy anniversary. Thank you. And happy anniversary to Fournier, of course. Thank you. That was actually a live call. That (laughs) was like the best possible scenario for the live experience of doing it when we do it. That's right. I didn't know if we should do it today until Kevin Durant made his crazy announcement because we sort of know what's happening. Like Brunson's already decided to go to the Knicks, you Mm -hmm. know, happy about that. We could talk about that. Yeah. Most of the other dominoes are either like really small or about to be um, put into place. And then out of nowhere, I mean, this was just a great moment. The Shams bomb, just a real good old fashioned. Don't know. My phone's blowing up. Don't know From if I've seen angles. a bigger Shams bomb in terms of metrics and numbers yes. than oh, yeah. this one. He cleared like 110,000 faves like within the first few hours. And the only other Shams announcement that I can remember that came close was when he announced, when Shams announced, <laughs> that Donald Trump had COVID. <laughs> yeah, he, he knows both about Donald and about Kevin Durant. That's how good yeah. this guy is. Yeah, but... That was not on your radar, correct? That no, Durant no. was unhappy that he was wanted to leave. It's incredible. Let me let me pull up the exact tweet. You think his hand were like trembling when this like he fired this tweet off? He's like, I have to like focus here. Like he basically found out like the second the owner of the Nets found out. Yeah, he. I need to see his drafts folder. Okay, Kevin Durant has requested a trade out of Brooklyn. Sources tell at the Athletic at Stadium, and this is what at the Athletic just pays for, you know. Oh yeah, that's it right there. It is a seesaw of chaos in Brooklyn. It's like when one person is being chaotic, the other one is kind of sitting back and being a professional. But as soon as that other one signs that contract, the other one's like, "I'm going to be chaotic and leave now." It oh is yeah, wild in Brooklyn. What well, a year! It was. It was like the wildness of the pre-Kyrie decision, and then, like, finally Kyrie's like, all right, I'll run it back one more year. Everyone's like, boo, I had all these trades for KD in my drafts. Oh, we were going to figure out a fun way. Like, where would Kyrie go? What would he do? What would KD go? All right, calm before the storm. And then the next morning, oh, by the way, Kevin Durant requested a trade. Yes. All right, we are back, Back. baby. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) That's why the timing, it was so fun and uh, unexpected. And he's played one year with them, if I'm not... like he, They paid him one year to sit on the bench his first year, correct? And then first he year, played, sit on the bench, then he played two years. Two years, okay. So he had it. the foot on the line year where they almost beat the Bucks, Right. And then last year when they were swept out of the playoffs. So let's just 
try and guess what what led him to this. <laughs> yeah, maybe he was like, I hope Kyrie just wants to get the hell out of here. And then Kyrie's like, no, nah, I'll stick around one more year. And he's like, all right, I'll just leave. Yeah. I didn't want you to stay. Yeah. I could see you doing a decision like this, too, where everyone else is like, all right, well, at least we know how it plays. And you're like, this isn't perfect for me. And I'm out. And I'm out. <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you remember slash know what Sham's next tweet after the Kevin Durant trade out of Brooklyn oh, was? Oh, my God. Hit me with it. Utah is trading Royce O'Neal to Brooklyn. <laughs> Did see that <laughs> legendary follow-up. Royce was like, all right, wait, what? Oh, no, yeah. oh, shit. God damn it. You know you're getting buried. You know you're getting buried. <laughs> well, now he might be their star player, so maybe he likes it on some sort of weird level. Like, all right, would you rather be on, like, a championship team with these nutcases or... Uh, I guess not really even a championship team, just like a team, the circus, or would you be like, let's, I want to be on the rebuilding team. It's me, fucking Ben Simmons, and a bunch of pieces, and let's have fun. Dude, like, has the big three become too impossible to maintain from just a personality standpoint? Like, has just media and everything just made it too hard for these things to coexist? Because, like, it seems harder and harder now to, you can acquire the pieces, but then to make it make sense seems like it's going yeah. to explode. Also, I don't know if you remember this, but James Harden was on this team about six months ago, too. So there, like, It was like a year ago when James Harden was <laughs> submarining his Houston Rockets to demand a trade. He got to the big three. That fell apart. And then now he's just in Philly, where Kevin Durant is rumored to go. And, you know, ro- the Rockets, because of that, have about six unprotected first-round picks and pick swaps with Brooklyn, which is the same mistake they made like 10 years ago with Boston, and then they're like, let's learn from our mistakes. Never mind. Here you go, all of our picks, and it's exploding again. Big crypto graph energy for the <laughs> Brooklyn Nets, <laughs> yeah. where like a year ago, the thing was rocketing straight yes. up, just lines, and it didn't. It was like, how does Brooklyn keep getting all of these pieces? This is hard, impossible favorites. to explain. Oh, for yeah. years, if these yeah. guys stay together, no one should ever beat them. And then just like crypto, the line has doubled. As high as it went, it's now twice as low. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you do not have draft picks. One guy you just signed for another year almost didn't play a game because he didn't want to last year. Your star player, the best player in the NBA, just surprised you by going directly to the team president. No, the owner. The owner, excuse me. (laughs) Bypassing all of the normals that would find out first and saying, hey, you, the guy who pays me, I'm out. It's so who do you think told, who do you think, if Joe Sy calls, or if KD calls the owner, who tells Shams? The owner, Rich Kleiman, KD? Who tells Shams will be the greatest 30 for 30 of all time? Because yeah, like who, the word is, sources has been such a just anonymous stamp. And he it's has like, to like get a text and be like, holy shit. Like, is this, like, I have to call, FaceTime me so I can prove that you weren't hacked. Because if he tweets that and that's not true, like that's his kind of his career. That's it, except if you're Adam Schefter, who always seems to tweet, like, the most inappropriate shit at the worst time, and he just has, like, Nobody 6 cares. million, yeah. 7 million, <laughs> 9 million followers. It's actually more fun when you get them wrong, because people can, at the very least, have, like, fun fantasies about where these people should be end up and get traded to. So, why don't we talk about that? Where do you think KD ends up? I mean, you. I didn't know until you sent a text out, and you're like, it's obviously Phoenix. And then you remember that Phoenix has been trying to, for whatever reason, move Aiton, and they do yeah. have, like proven winners who have made it deep and if Brooklyn does want win now guys you know like you said it's Bridges Aiton picks for Durant yep they makes the most sense they have a lot of pieces until you hear stuff like no no Brooklyn wants Devin Booker or uh 
Phoenix. Oh yeah, sorry. Brooklyn wants Devin Booker. They don't want pieces. They want a fucking one A star for Kevin Durant. So that is where it does get interesting because, by all accounts, Durant blindsided Brooklyn by just telling them this. So the question is, what is your loyalty to him now? Because there are guys who like we want to find the right fit for you because you've been so good to the franchise through the down down years and up. It's like, are they like, all right, cool? We have the ace of spades. We're trading it for a pick. Like, we, we, we want an ace in return, you know? Yes. Or yeah. do they just want picks and blow the whole thing up? Yeah, there's different ways to deal with disgruntled stars. It's like, do you want to go the Houston route where it's like, give us four number one draft picks, three swaps, and like a contract that'll expire so we don't have to pay anybody. We want to tank and get fucking like the full Oklahoma City rebuild. Yep. Or what the Nets are trying to do is like the, uh, it's kind of like what the Pelicans got for Drew Holiday. They're like, we still want good players now. Like, give us yeah. some pieces, some meaningful pieces now, because they want to still compete. And they're saying, Aiton and Bridges aren't even good enough. We want yeah. a fucking, we want an all-star back for him. Well, you're paying Ben Simmons like $40 million this year. <laughs> Who? Like, Who's you're paying that? Kyrie Irving like $37 million this year. Gone. So now it's like, Gone. I don't know if you're building a championship roster without Kevin Durant with paying Ben Simmons $40 million. He hasn't played in a year and a half. No. You know? So, I don't know. If I'm a GM, I'm something like, all right, seven first-round draft picks over the next three years. Like, who's the craziest future? It's like, I just can't well, see there's no... What is the return? You're not going to build a franchise around Aiton. I think the best haul is kind of what... It was either the AD trade or the Paul George trade. So, Oklahoma AD. City got Shea Gilders-Alexander and a bunch of draft picks. AD For AD, they got... Uh, Lonzo and Ingram and Hart and also draft picks. So it's like right. players for the future and also draft picks for the future. So for Kevin Durant, like in, you could make an argument that they want more than that. The slickest <laughs> trade that was like going through my mind was, but you don't have the picks would literally be AD for Kevin Durant. Right. Anthony Davis. No, we have like 27 and 29 and whatever we can get. But that's not enough for Brooklyn. I yeah, like Brooklyn. If you had like the next three years of first rounders, because there's something about like Kyrie and AD that could be something, and then also when LeBron inevitably retires in two years, you're still going to get like two or three more of like KD's Lakers. Then yeah, and you then, know there's something sexy about that. But we already did that for AD, so our cupboard is a little bare. Gotcha. They want to do that with a team that hasn't done that yet. Yep. Like I, I don't even know what they're. I mean, what was your phone like when Kevin Durant uh, tweeted that? And then imagine the phone of the. Nets GM, where it's like, all right, 30 owners are calling me, begging me, and you're like, let's figure out what to do. Also, free agency starts in four hours, so that's it's, happening in the background of all this stuff. It's like the season premiere of like season three of the Brooklyn Nets, <laughs> where yeah, it's exactly. like you follow the GM, and he's like, we've got the best roster. Things are going to be great. And then there's like a little like leak in the boat, and you're like, that's hmm. exactly right. And now the this is like, well, things can't get any worse. We got our star back. And then it's like, Oh, God. And the season's off. <laughs> right. Or the season two finale. It's like he's just resting, looking, scrolling through. How much is Jalen Brunson getting paid? And then it's like, oh, did you see Shams tweeted something? Oh, what is it about? Cut to the phone and we're out for uh, for the entire offseason. And then we come back and we see how they fucking navigate this kind of exciting shitstorm, I guess, if you're Sean Marks. Because Kevin Durant is not saying or you're not trading like a star and taking a risk. Kevin Durant is basically saying trade me. So like mm -hmm. he's like. I kind of have carte blanche access to just pick all like from this roster of probably 20 teams offering something for Kevin Durant. You get to just choose the best one. 
You'd think, but is there any sort of like trade clause or anything in his contract where it's like he does get to choose? I know that he said, or someone said, Chris Haynes said that. No. He has preferred destinations. Okay. Preferred destinations. But so they could ship him wherever they want. Correct. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Where's but the worst like, place? Where would be the most unsatisfying for the fans and for just general NBA fans? Orlando. Orlando, right yeah. back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tough. Oklahoma City would be funny. They offer them the 12 to 15 first-round picks that they've amassed over the Dude, last three years. That would be great. what? That would be so ridiculous. For Kevin Durant. You can right. have them all. But they, don't, yeah. they, want, they want win-now players. And then as a Laker fan, I'm watching this and be like, all right, Kyrie's up for grabs. Nobody wants this guy except for us. Right. Imagine if we could find a world where, like, we staple some first round picks to Russell Westbrook and send him to Oklahoma City. They get more picks. They can play Russ for a year or just cut him. What and they is, get more draft equity. What's in uh, Brooklyn's best interest to kind of like sit on their hands for a minute or like when the when the trade deadline start or when the free agency period starts in 7 minutes. Yep. Is it like we want to get people before they get moved or is like I, well, I, I, I wonder what's going on there. I read somewhere that uh Durant said this before free agency specifically because if he wanted to go to Phoenix, they'd need to sign and trade Aiton. So they can't let Aiton like sign somewhere else or they can't just sign him and play him. They have mm-hmm. to like sign him with the intention of trading him. So if it does happen with Phoenix, it might happen sooner rather than later. Durant really stole this one, huh? This was he's, like this is supposed to be Brunson's this yeah. is supposed to be Brunson's big day. <laughs> well, it seems like tampering be damned because Brunson straight up has made his decision it he's it, I guess they're reporting already uh four years for 110 for Jalen Brunson good I think that's a good price for the guy are you happy as a Knicks fan are you pumping your fist are you yes. giving a, a a big hooray a medium-sized hooray or a small hooray uh I'm gonna go like but somewhere between like large and extra large, hooray. Oh, big boy hooray. We haven't had a competent point guard who's like a starting level champion point guard in a very long time. Where yes, it's like we true. could just like check that off the list of we have a starting well, starting caliber point guard. Yeah. We also haven't had one that is still coming up and still getting better. He's twenty five years old. Twenty four year deal. We're gonna get him right through those peak years. There's something yes. like I like the optics of what this is. We also didn't spend $33 million on the guy. People are treating it like a max, but it's a Fournier yep. deal. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an upgrade from the Derrick Rose deals of yesteryear. where Kemba Walker. Kemba Walker, yeah. Stop gaps, you know? And yes. like we love quickly, but like whether or not he is going to play 36 minutes, now he's not. But it's like, let's get 20 good minutes from him and 30 from Brunson. Right. And so Brunson, I guess the, the knock on him is that he may or may not be good enough to be like the best player on a really good team. Right. But I think that's also a byproduct of even thinking like that, of just being like a big market team where it's like you're in New York, so you have to just be superstar or bust. You need right. to always be thinking about like the biggest name. Like, and that's like such a fallacy when it's like a team sport. Yeah. And he comes, he won two championships at Villanova. And again, look, I am talking myself into this, but yeah. you know, but he won, he's a, he's a winner, <laughs> you know, he's clearly a winner. And like when Luca was down, like, it was fun that he occupied Twitter and everyone was like, well, his price went up. Well, his price went up. And if it rounds out at 27.5 a year for four years, I think that's okay. Yeah. And you'll definitely, if like in two years you, you want to trade him for a superstar, I'm sure the team that um, 
is trading the superstar would love to have a guy like Jalen Brunson for less than the max. I'm with it. I'm with it. And it's also like we, uh, the ball wouldn't move. Like I, us at our worst last year was sticky offense where yeah. it's just like ISO ball and like Randall getting frustrated. Having a, like someone who's actually going to say like, these are the plays we're running and this is what we're doing. It's just, we haven't had that in so long. Like RJ yeah. is going to benefit from that. So, yeah, it seems, seems like a better fit with RJ and Randall just seems to be like the odd man out now, like the 28 year old the guy who's like still got four years left that wants the ball in his hands. Yeah, it's tough. It's such a weird roller coaster he's been on. He was so grumpy, Julius Randle, yeah. last year. Like he was angry at something. <laughs> right. He kept walking off the court mad. But yeah. who? And it was like a still like a fun, like loving group of like young basketball players who were like 23 and like playing their hearts out. And then like we'd win by two and he would like stomp off the court. <laughs> so it's hard. To, it's a hard read right now. But overall, you're pro. I guess it seems like the only actual free agency signing that'll happen today is the Jalen Brunson signing. That's the question. I mean, in three minutes is when legally all the news is supposed to drop. But is there any sort of other players out there that are we're going to be surprised by? Uh, Yeah, I'm sure there will be. Like the Mo Bamba, Otto Porter Jr. Right. Something signing. Um, They're all like... And a lot of the stuff seems to be on hold because nobody knows what's going to happen. Like 21 teams are like, hold on one second. We want to see what's going on with Kevin Durant. It is funny what like the cute girl in high school suddenly becomes single and all the guys are suddenly <laughs> like, is this my shot? And it's like, she's only looking at two of you. Like yes. maybe. Yes. <laughs> but 20 guys are suddenly like in the mirror combing their hair. Like, all right, get, 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 look, good for, look good for Kevin. <laughs> we need to talk about Kevin. For sure. We do. Uh, fun, you know, classic Twitter aggregator story is uh, Windhorst saying... Um, uh, the executives have quote floated that the Lakers should try to trade for KD and Kyrie as a package deal because there's rumors of KD being like, oh, I'm still down to play with him, just not in Brooklyn. Right, right, right. Sure, that'd be great. LeBron, KD, and Kyrie. We don't believe you. We don't believe you, Kev. We don't believe you. You're currently playing with him. (laughs) Yeah, that's so you don't like what living in New York City or sit state taxes. And then, I mean, the big wrinkle with the Lakers doing anything is this $47 million contract. Fortunately, it expires this year. So if a team like the Knicks really want to get rid of Randall, then they can potentially get involved. Like if they don't want anybody on their books past next season, mm-hmm. the Knicks will have to trade for a, a big expiring contract. Not necessarily the Russ, but like that would be one way that the Lakers can get off of it. I was wondering from your standpoint, you've had so many fun signings over the past couple of years and I'll be at like some have worked out and some haven't, but like for good, for better or worse, it'd be like, Oh, we got Mark Gasol today. And it was just like all these, like, <laughs> like the Lakers, like for a couple of years were like suddenly in buy mode once LeBron James showed up. And that's just fun. That's just like a fun day on Twitter. And that's just fun for free agency. You're currently this- in like a desert right now. Your soil cannot grow new players. Why aren't the Clippers involved? Like, everyone loves L.A. The Lakers are for forcing themselves into these conversations. The Clippers have, like, 12 pieces that would uh, gladly be accepted by any team. They have Norm Powell, Robert Covington, Luke Kennard, Marcus Morris. They have Kawhi. They have Paul George. They have Reggie Jackson. What would you put together? What would you be... What would you... If you, if you were the Clippers, you're the Clippers GM, I don't know who that is, but you were that person, what package would you say, this is a should-get-us-Kevin-Durant deal? Right. I would say, like, here's... 
choose other than Kawhi and Paul George. Okay. Click on the menu and choose anybody you want. And but we'll if I'm Sean Marks, yeah, I'm like, no, like, you're going to need Paul. I want Paul George and one of those guys. Of course. Yeah. And of course. Clippers slash Kawhi, who tried to get KD, by the way. Remember mm-hmm. when Kawhi's like, I want that guy. He yes. pointed to KD and KD's like, sorry, I'm going to Bo- Brooklyn. Right. Is Kawhi plus KD better than Kawhi plus Paul George? It's a good question. It is, he is, yes. I mean, definitely. It's a good question, and he is, yes. Paul George is probably the closest facsimile to KD in the NBA right now. Maybe. 6'9-ish, 6'10-ish bucket who can play D. I don't know. Like this KD's Chet Holmgren. better. Chet Holmgren. <laughs> Poku. We got Poku. Uh, Shams Bomb. Here we go. 3 p.m. Uh, the Phoenix Suns and uh, Devin Booker are finalizing a four-year, $214 million Supermax extension. 53 a year. Uh, 53 a year. Yeah, he's getting the, the Steph Curry treatment. So maybe how that, does that... How does that play into a potential sign-and-trade with the Brooklyn Nets? Uh, it seems like it's not going to happen because he would have to be signed-and-traded instantly, and he's being extended. I don't think they're going to get Devin Booker. I think the whole point of Phoenix is like, we want to pair... Devin Booker with Kevin Durant. If if the other 29 GMs outside of Brooklyn were smart, they would have a group call and say, hey, let's all agree no one trades their star player. Ooh, that will then good. level the playing field for packages. And that's then we really could all good. say the best of the rest. Let's all not call Sean Marks for a day. As yeah. A, as a Ice goof. Isom. <laughs> uh, Malik Monk going to the Sacramento Kings. Was he a former Laker? He was a Laker this year, one of our best Lakers. He was just a short, absolute bucket. What does that does that buy you some money to spend? Does that earn you anything? He was. We had him penciled in for like our taxpayer mid level exception, so like our like one year to three year seven ish million deal, which is what we did for him last year, I think. So this is. Oh, just... No, he took a minimum last year, and then we were going to get, right. offer it to him this year, and he's like, "No, I want some more money." So this is just lost talent. No uh, money lost, on the books, lost, just lost talent. Great shooter, great score, but like wasn't necessarily a, a wing 3 and D defender that we ended up needing more than okay. anything else. So now the Lakers shift their focus to like a TJ Warren, an yeah. Otto Porter, uh, uh, somebody who's 6'8", not 6'3", and can dunk and shoot threes really well. You have to think of TJ Warren in the bubble. I mean, oh, it was... Love it was, Bubble Warren. It was the hottest streak a basketball player has been on since Bubble Warren. <laughs> no one has replicated or surpassed Bubble Warren. Before that, it was Lynn Sanity. It's been Lynn Sanity, Bubble Warren, and now we're waiting for the next great run by an American basketball player. TBD. Uh, Malik Monk's deal is two years, 19 million, so more than the Lakers could offer. Okay. So Con- 10 years. Positive. Yeah, nine um, and a half. Uh, PJ Tucker finalizing a three-year, $33 million deal with the Miami. Philadelphia 76ers. No way. Yeah. He just goes to <laughs> cities that throw a punch. He likes that. He likes the Eastern Conference power. He went from Milwaukee to Miami to Philly. Dude, he is such a blue blood. Like, he's such a blue collar, punch you in the face. That is great for the Philadelphia 70s. Him and Embiid together, there's going to be a lot of technical fouls and good fights on the low block. That's great. Yeah, solid solid front line for them did you see the potential trade that was obviously some twitter handle came up with it even though they pose as a journalist um but it was like maxi harris um one other 76 or it was like a pretty yeah, diable and then like two or three picks for for durant. kevin durant i mean that's a solid haul i mean that's a solid to, haul <laughs> and then you have to face durant eight times this year however many times six times this year brutal 
uh, Malik Monk and De'Aaron Fox, University of Kentucky teammates. Okay. That's fun. Okay. Let's get Randall over there. Hey, Bam. Is Bam available? Let's do it. Uh, It looked like... uh, Oh, Nick Steele. Uh, Hold on, slow play years. it, slow play it, slow play it. Ready? Okay, right, go okay, position. okay. Okay. He's a he's a no. basketball nerd a favorite. He was on the Clippers last year. Is it Hartenstein? It is Hartenstein. Wow, I got I got the podal on the first guess. You got the style. <laughs> the Jakob Portal. I and mean, he kind of looks like Jakob Portal. How much uh what are we paying him? Two years for 16 mil. Okay. Fine. That means uh, oh well that's he's replacing Nerland's Noel. Yeah, that's right. And he's solid. I think he's a solid addition. Another lefty, I believe. How many lefties do we have now? We're like almost 80% lefty on the New York Knicks. Yeah, uh, Randall, RJ, uh, Brunson, and now Hartenstein. I'm trying to talk myself into this roster now. Like, what are we trying to do? We're still trying to potentially trade Fournier. Yeah, you still have the Fournier. And honestly, you might still be kind of, quote-unquote, stuck and or trying to move Randall. He just... It's not, that's a different timeline. It seemed like he had one great year and they extended him into his late 20s. And now you guys are focusing on the RJ to Jalen Brunson timeline. So if we were to hypothetically, um, this is the Knicks again, trade Randall, who would be the ideal player or like comp to fit that offense to like kind of take us to the next level? Because I thought it was a point guard and we got Brunson now. So hopefully yeah. that's it. But like, do we just want a better Randall? Just a more think- athletic or like somebody to replace Alec Burke, like uh, an adult, a twenty-eight-year-old, six-foot-seven-inch mm-hmm. guy who could like right. ideal is Chris Middleton, but you can't get Chris Middleton. Right, an adult, an adult who can shoot threes. Got you, Got Danny you. Green, but he's injured. Uh, someone like that. What do you think about Randall for Collins, John Collins? That'd be fun, but the the Hawks probably don't want Randall. They already have two guys now that can really shoot and pass together. Who needs Randall? That like Randall. Randall needs to be your best player, but if he's your best player, you're not an amazing team. I'm hoping that he has an on-off switch, and last year it was off, and he's going to go back on, and we're going to be like, holy shit, Randall is 20 and 14 <laughs> every single night. And then you also Zion. have little Randall, little Randall, which is Brunson. Yeah. <sighs> hey, by the way, speaking of the Hawks, so they got DeWante Murray. Yes, DeJounte Murray uh, traded for like three first-round picks, which was making everyone say like, okay, so what's Durant worth? 12 first-round picks? And the obvious thing, or what seems to be obvious when you listen to enough podcasts, is that they're trying to tank for, uh, I can't say his last name yet, Vembanyaya? Oh, yeah, the the star of next year's NBA draft, Victor Wembanyana, some seven-foot-three-inch French kid who looks like, Kevin Durant and Rudy Gobert's body or something. Yeah, he's good from everywhere on the court. It's insane to watch. But, like, that's a new body, correct? That's yeah, not that's, even Porzingis. That's a no, new body. Yeah, yeah they, made, they made basically Kevin Durant a little bit taller for no good reason. Right. Now Kevin Durant's seven foot four, and it's like, all right, he's 19, skinnier. Kev- it's like somebody fucked around on yep. 2K. This is Jurassic Park. We never asked, should we? We only asked, could we? <laughs> <laughs> it's like we're making them way too long right now. By the way, I saw, like, I read his Wikipedia. It was like, his dad is a long jumper and his mom is a basketball player. So I'm like, yeah, yeah that's what comes out. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Chet Holmgren's dad during the draft. That was the first time I saw his dad. And I was like, hello, big fella. <laughs> yeah, he's a seven-footer, I believe. He, is he really? Yeah, I mean, he's up there. Uh, some new deals. Let's hear him. Nuggets have agreed with uh, DeAndre Jordan for one year. Why? 
Why would anyone agree to DeAndre Jordan? We've all we've all dated DeAndre Jordan at this point. Doesn't seem ideal. Doesn't seem like a good fit. But I guess backup center. Uh, The Nuggets also gave Jokic a five-year supermax extension, Mm -hmm. which is two hundred and sixty-four million dollars. But don't worry, the fifth year is a player option for sixty million. Wow, that might be the first six zero I've heard of. Yeah, I think Steph topped out at 59. I don't know why. Wow. Oh, Bradley Beal has agreed to a five-year Supermax. Five for 250. Just a cold 50 a year. For Bradley Beal. Wow. What a... <laughs> if he doesn't go to the playoffs one more time in his career, he will still be remembered as a guy who made so much money from the Washington Wizards. 250, my God. Why? If you're the Wizards, why? What are you expecting new results-wise? I think he's just a great scorer. He's in his 20s. But they've had the same results. Like They've been like a 31-game winning team for like ever, more or less. I think basically ever. And so it's like, why just give five years even more money after you've kind of had plenty of proof? Yeah, I guess the alternative is to not give him any money. Right. And then he just leaves, which, you know, might not be the worst right when the alternative is paying him 50 million dollars for a 32 year old bradley beal in five years wow good for denwell Brad. house denwell house our boy rocket legend uh two-year 8.5 million deal with the 76ers 76ers stacking kevin durant are they just taking away your potential money right now kevin durant uh yeah kevin durant's like watching all these dominoes fall being like all right the suns haven't really done anything they did the devin booker thing but uh oh jalen brunson the terms are four years 104 so that's hey 26 mil a year i wonder how much money that leaves us with i'm not one of those guys who like has all of those tabs open that gives you like rotating and shifting this is what their purse looks like now i wish i was yeah, um, let the nerds handle that after all the dominoes fall, I, I would think. Yeah, I guess so. It was fun to watch Zach Lowe be so devastated finding out about um, the Kevin Durant news. Not even devastated personally, but just on behalf of the franchise of Brooklyn. He's like, this is a catastrophic result for all that you've done. And it was like, oh, some people like live this life. Like he, <laughs> he is like, a grenade went off inside of him when this news dropped. It really was an amazing grenade. Uh, Ant, Ant Simons, Ant Fernie Simons uh, got a four-year, $100 million extension Holy with the Blazers. Holy shit. I guess they like what they see. Good season, sir. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. He was Good basically s- like barely played until last year. That was such a collision of amazing luck for this dude. I mean, yeah. like, Dame kind of goes down. CJ gets traded at points. It's like we're tanking, but you, you look awesome. And he's like, okay. I'll take $100 million. Holy shit, that's great for him. Mo Bamba, who opted out, just ended up taking another deal with the Orlando Magic. Two-year, $21 million. Okay, make that he, money. He was another Laker potential. Um, tall stretch four who can play next to LeBron and AD. Not going to happen. Has Mo Bamba done like, anything in the NBA yet? Not much. He's okay. shot the ball pretty well, but he hasn't played much. Uh, um, you know Miami one thing we resigned Victor Oladipo. That's hey, the latest. what is the contract? One year, eleven million. Man, that guy has a one-year human walking one-year deal. That's right. We should probably mention the Golden State Warriors won the championship. Oh right, I forgot about that. The Golden State Warriors winner. won the championship. Yep, 
Feelings, thoughts, do you care? Are you over it? Is it so far behind you that it's just gone in the wind? Uh, I was kind of rooting for them because the whole wanting Boston to lose thing. Uh, I honestly thought Boston would win, especially after game three. Boston was up 2-1 and just seemed like the better, younger, stronger team. Um, And then for whatever reason, Steph Curry was like, I'm going to just take over, become the best player in the series. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown looked tired. Yes. Because they had just played two seven-game series, grueling. Yes. And it seemed like they just ran out of gas. The Golden State Warriors, quote, figured them out. Would you say that the Golden State Warriors were the best NBA team last year? No. In looking not. back. Who would no. you say? Like, just in from a broad view, from the sky, who was the best NBA team last year? Uh, a healthy Milwaukee Bucks team, I think, was wow. the best team. Yeah. I, I was going to say the Phoenix Suns. On my number two. A good there answer. Go. There yeah. you go. But sometimes it's not about who the best team was. It's about who's the healthiest team. Remember, the Warriors were kind of counted out because they had Steph was out for like a few months and Draymond had like a random back injury. And I was like, we don't even know if they'll be healthy. Turns out that rest in February and March is oftentimes good for a team. It is debatable at this point because the Western Conference and Eastern Conference finals were both pretty tough to watch or just not that exciting and even the finals to a certain extent seemed like the large majority of them were decided by 10 or more and there was just moments where you're just like I'm not at the edge of my seat it's debatable at this point whether this hour or this like two day three day four day window in the offseason is actually more fun and engaging for the fans than what we watched at the end of the playoffs from those gassed NBA teams it's debatable uh, yes, and I would debate that this is more fun. Yes. <laughs> so there it is. <laughs> I'm on that side of the debate. This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you if people send you the same generic conversation starters they message everyone else? Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. There was a real, like, these guys are tired and we're watching, like, tired men run uphill right now. But this is just like, Kevin Durant's going, where? That's great for the reality show of it all. Yeah. Uh, Joe Ingles. To the Bucks, it looks like. Mm. That's fun. Good good locker room guy. Dante DiVincenzo apparently is going to be unrestricted or is unrestricted, so that'll be a domino to fall soon enough. Yeah, I'd like to see him on the Lakers, but I'm sure the Bucks just want him back as well. Uh, and then, yeah, not much else. Everybody is just fucking waiting for this Kevin Durant-shaped hole in free agency and to see over, where how it gets filled. Over, under. Today is Thursday. By Monday morning 6 a.m eastern kevin durant will be on our new team over that or under that i would think under because this needs to happen fast but is there not usually a bomb that drops in the fourth of july is that not an nba thing yeah it used to be like free agency starts in the beginning of july and then like the big guys took two to three days to figure out like Mm -hmm. when i think when Kawhi finally decided it was like around the fourth of july and i remember Mm -hmm. when the lakers uh got steve nash it was around the fourth of july 
if you are a you are a Lakers fan, do you want Kevin Durant to stay in the East? I don't care about Kevin Durant. I'm focused on Kyrie Irving really? wanting to come to LA. I think okay. if Kevin Durant leaves, I think Kyrie, uh, his most likely next team would be the Lakers somehow. Really? Yeah. But there's no, you're saying, well, how? After this contract is up or? Uh, no, like right now, because he opted into his last year, one year, 36 million. Nobody wants that deal except for the LA Lakers because it means that we've upgraded from Russ to Kyrie. Other than that, nobody really wants to pay Kyrie $37 million. That's kind of ridiculous for a guy who may or may not be playing basketball. Got it. So you're not, but okay, very fair. All fair points. Kevin Durant comes to the Phoenix Suns. Are you like, well, the LeBron and AD experiment is over? No, I don't think it's like, I don't think it's like Katie going to the Warriors where it's like, okay. this is a super team. They're going to win 80 games and really going to have a chance. Yeah, I think... Because Phoenix didn't look all that great just against a pretty lowly Mavericks team that uh, they'll have to... They also just can't sign Kevin Durant. They'll have to trade some starters for him. Mm-hmm. 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 So they'll be a favorite to me, but I don't think it'll be like, oh my God, there's no way any team could beat this team. Got it. It is funny how many times he leaves his team. <laughs> he does often, if not always, leave his team. But you know what? His Twitter bio says, like, I'm me, I do me, and I chill, and I see no lies. <laughs> he and told you know us what? who he is. If I was in Oklahoma City playing with Russ, I, too, would want to leave. Yes. He left. He won championships. And then he's like, this isn't fun. And I, too, would want to leave. And mm-hmm. I'd go to the East Coast. Sure, I'd like to live in Brooklyn in my mm-hmm. 30s. Mm-hmm. And then I, too, would want to leave. So I can't get too mad at Kevin Durant. No, Kevin Durant, people seem to dislike the guy. I've just become more and more a fan of him <laughs> as, as the years have gone on. Then You saw the Letterman interview. I was like, oh, easygoing guy. Love this guy. It was absolutely great. Yeah. All right. Huge Woj bomb. The Lakers no finally got their guy. Hold on. Hold on. Slow play it. Is he a center? He is a center. I'm on fire today. Is he over 33 years old? He is a young center who was actually on our G League and on a two-way deal like two or three seasons ago and played really well and people were like why don't we keep this guy he's great and then he just left and now he's back don't tell me it's Zubak not Zubats. it's Damian Jones Damian Jones <laughs> who went to Sacramento vaguely remember the Lakers want his ass back he, he's just the seven foot Robert Williams type <laughs> young guy who Zach can actually jump and defend we want him in the JaVale McGee's the Dwight Howard's of the world yeah. are too old we want Dw- Damian Jones, baby. That is built out of a create a player in 2K. It's like, we'll name him Damian Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Damian Jones. Yep. Can you give me his numbers um, from when he did actually play minutes for the Los Angeles He Lakers? averaged. Keep in oh. mind, in just 14 minutes a game, because <laughs> he was a backup center for us, <laughs> five points, okay. three and a half rebounds. So keep in mind, sometimes he had seven points oh easy if and he had just had to follow it up with three but you turn that 14 minutes per game into 28 that's a that's a 10 and 6 guy <laughs> loving this guy huge signing big day for l nation needed it also great hair on damien jones i don't know if you've seen him um haven't yet he's really purely just a player's name to me right now yeah You'll, you'll really get to learn Damian Jones. Um, I'm oh. scrolling through Twitter. Oh, go this on. This is exciting. You... It's Damian Jones' birthday today. Happy no birthday, way. Damian Jones. Yeah. Happy birthday to our favorite player. Yeah. Um, uh, did Brandon Ingram sign a contract today? Is that what I'm seeing? Did I see whispers of that or no? Did he sign uh, a contract recently? I haven't seen that, no. Okay. 
It's funny how the algorithms on Twitter will just decide to send you random players' names. Like Brandon Ingram is all over my um, like explore page, and then when you look into it, it's like just people debating Brandon Ingram versus Bradley Beal. I'm the same way with Kawhi. He's always trending for me, and nobody for nobody else. I saw your tweet when you said he's always like, it's been a year of him trending on my page. And then I looked and I was like, I haven't seen Kawhi's name on my feed in forever. Like, what do we know about us? You're in the Brandon Ingram universe. Um, By the way, breaking news from Woj, Jaron Jackson has a broken foot. He's out for six months. Sheesh. Six months. I had a broken foot and I was out for eight weeks. God damn. Yeah. What is this guy taking his sweet ass time? Also, Miles Bridges stock just dropped. Yeah, he was arrested. That's never a good look slash sign. Just a weird offseason for him, huh? Uh, Chris Boucher returning to the Raptors. Chris, oh, okay, got it. I was thinking of Chris Broussard, and I was like, I don't know what you mean by that. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Broussard. Oh, Lou Dort is staying with the Thunder. Wow, five-year, $90 million for Lou Dort. Wow. Him and Simons so far are the offseason winners? Yeah, holy crap. They're making a combined $200 million. I think Simons is the big winner. Uh, Simon, I mean, Simons is great. They they drafted him like four years ago. He barely played for the first two or three years, and now he's a hundred million dollar man. He was a bucket. Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant, it's your day as well, for better or worse. Is there a reality in which Brooklyn's like they just hardline it, and it's one of those just you can sit out as long as you want. We're waiting for that deal. Yeah, it's such a weird thing, that ben like Simmons thing. Yeah, and you never know whether to trade for a guy that like pointed to like like are the Pacers putting together an offer? They're like, we don't want Kevin Durant because he doesn't want to be here, and we know that. So like, right? Yeah, we're offering you Karis Levert and Malcolm Brogdon or whoever. Like, does Brooklyn consider that, or does did the Pacers not even want to get involved because they know Durant doesn't want to be there? And he seems like a guy who loves to play basketball. Like he's he just not wants like to hoop. He, he just, just he really has hoop. that energy where it's like he just he's a basketball player and he just wants to hoop. But then you're like, to your point, like what do you hold out? Is now he like just a perfect fit guy? You know, like what do you how do you where do you hold the line if you're Kevin Durant if you just want to hoop? Uh, I think you you hold it at um, the Indiana Pacers. So it's uh, above the Indiana Pacers in terms of relevance. You want to go there. Mm-hmm. Pacers and below, that's Indy. Mm-hmm. That's uh, Orlando. He's out. Right. Washington's a maybe because he's from there. This is just a there. respect thing. Yeah. Utah, no. Gotcha. Right. No, no, Obviously not. I hang it's out not going to Utah. Yeah. So, Boston, it, forget about it. An interesting test case is New York, the Knicks, because he's on record as saying he doesn't like the Knicks franchise. The whole, like, the vibe, everything. So, like, spiritually, he does not want to be a Nick. We have 11 first and second round draft picks over the next four years. It's like there's a reality in which Brooklyn's like, all right, we're not going to get Devin Booker and we're not going to get Giannis or whoever. So then if we do go the futures route, we'll just take eight firsts from you. Would he, would Durant say no? Could he say no? Would He, he could say no, but they would be like literally trading his contract. Like he can say no while it happens and he'll have to figure it out slash suck it up. Right, right. You just wonder, does he sit out? Like this is such a new like, oh no, you have like the Kyrie infection. Where it's yeah. like this... <laughs> he, he's so good though and he's like top five player in the league with a four years left on his deal it's it's rare that you get this big of a cut because it's not like all right trade for me but i'm leaving in a year no mm-hmm. you have me for kind of the rest of my career uh-huh. <laughs> uh nick batum returning to the clippers another asset that they have that they don't want to trade for kevin durant i guess 
I think that they're probably in a good position right now. They got Norm Powell, a stud. Like yes, a stud just like fall in their lap. A stud, and so it's like, and they have a healthy Kawhi this year, and Paul George. Like they might be good. They might be the best team. Right. I mean, they might be like good. We don't even have to pursue Kevin Durant and punt on five of our awesome players that got us here. Or is this why you do get five awesome players right. because you like want to cash in the chips for a Kevin Durant? So I would say to that, see the Los Angeles Lakers. Where it's like, you won the NBA championship with guys like Caruso and just like good hustle heart players, the Howards of the world and all of them. And then you said, let's just get another superstar instead and we'll figure it out. And that but was maybe, doing <laughs> for probably the short term and long term future. But maybe this is their AD trade. Like, would they go all in to win a championship? Steve Ballmer probably would. I don't think so. If they knew for sure it would win them a championship, I think they would. They just, you just never know. But no, you just never KD, know. Paul George, and Kawhi? It's really fun. That's <laughs> <laughs> really good. That is truly, truly fun. And man, it'd be great if we... You know what? I asked you earlier. I said, who is the perfect replacement to take over Randall's role? Like, what type of player? Is it Kevin Durant? Sure. When it's all said and done? Yeah, you want a tall guy who could shoot threes. Right. I guess he's the solution we need. Uh... Lakers are still holding on to their taxpayer mid-level exception. Otto Porter Jr. is fielding offers. Who wants who wants a champion? It's so funny how like bright and hot the free agency period burns. We're 27 minutes in and it feels like we're at the dregs. Yeah. So we're like we're like waiting on Otto Porter new Otto Porter news. Just ridiculous. Yes. We need the OP. Oh, Dwayne Dedman to the Miami Heat. Classic. Exactly. Point a exactly. Of, a lot of teams re- that's why it's kind of weird that the Nuggets wanted DeAndre Jordan this badly. Was he not going to be available tomorrow? DeAndre I cannot Jordan? explain. I cannot explain it. <laughs> and they're a pretty smart team. They seem That's to also a want. funny legacy thing for Durant in Brooklyn. He joined Brooklyn and immediately said, give DeAndre Jordan four for 40. And they were like, okay. That was not a good look, especially because they had to get rid of Jared Allen to do that. He's Exactly. And he's been on multiple teams since. He was on your Lakers. It's just like he just gets passed around. I would kill for a Lou Dort right now. Oh, my God. And the, Can you imagine? It's that you can't imagine, Amir. That's, that's the worst part. You're not allowed to imagine. And we that's don't get to... any good 24-year-olds. We no. don't get any good 24 to 25-year-olds. It's over for us. We need, we need great players past their prime or Damian Jones. I'm now seeing this offseason, and it's going to be all in every day. And I mean this more on like our text chains about how TJ Warren is actually going to be the answer that is going to be the unlock to everything. Would it's love, like, would I mean, love a TJ Warren right now. Are I'm you yours? kidding me? That's what you're going to cling on to. So everyone, when you see the TJ Warren tweets coming out, you heard Let's it here go. first. Amir's, Amir's got his storyline. That's going to be the, he always <laughs> picks a player that will save the season and be the rocket to catapult us into the future. Stanley Johnson. I think Johnson. it's a Warren. I think it's Warren girl season. We actually already re-signed Stanley Johnson and Wenyan Gabriel. So we're going all in on young players who can potentially play defense next to LeBron and AD. And fingers crossed, Kyrie Irving. Love that. Does LeBron play in summer league this year? I think he might have to just to get some reps in, right? (laughs) It's been a minute. Some Carly Rae reps in? He's going to have to. Damn, you almost want to end it there. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anything else? I mean, it feels like everything is stuck because... Uh, we're waiting to see where Kevin ends up. Where Kevin ends up will probably be the next time that we do a podcast. Um, is safe to assume. Yes, and I hope it's soon. Uh, Sixers and Rockets are engaged in trade discussions around Eric Gordon. Mm-hmm. 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 So the Sixers will get James Harden, 
old rocket under Daryl Morey. Mm-hmm. They just re-signed, uh, or they just tri- uh, signed P.J. Tucker, old rocket. Mm-hmm. And now they want Eric Gordon, old rocket. Correct me if I'm wrong, Dan Wellhouse, old rocket. That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> Daryl Morey goes to the Sixers from the Rockets. Daryl Morey realized he couldn't trade for Embiid when he was with the Rockets, so he said, I'll go to Philly and bring the Rockets to Embiid. Not a bad idea. I mean, listen, if you can't get it one way, get it the other. Um, sources. It's unclear whether Kevin Durant is interested in joining the Sixers, but Joel Embiid has made it clear that he wants them to exhaust every option in trying to acquire Durant. So Tobias Harris is like, so that's me, right? <laughs> <laughs> it has to be me. He's like, talking about I'm me. I'm sitting next to you on the bus, dude. Like, just say me if it's... <laughs> but he has to know that, like, I understand. I also would rather have Kevin Durant than me. You know who the dark horse is that's ultimately going to get Kevin Durant is the Miami Heat. They are always in the equation. Pat Riley is going to just snake his way. No incomes, no state income tax. Hero, gone. Duncan Robinson, gone. Uh, I guess who's the big piece? Who would they move first? Would they, would they move Bam? They said that they can't trade Bam because of some weird thing he has in his contract that Ben Simmons does as well. Meaning? Uh, there's like some like rookie extension where you can't have two players who got some sort of thing and Ben Simmons already has it and Bam Adebayo huh. also has it so they can't both be on the roster at the same time. Weird. For whatever reason, I'm not really sure. Okay. Uh, would they trade Jimmy Butler for Kevin Durant? Yes. Yes? Question mark? Probably. He's not... Kevin Durant's not really a Miami-like player like in the same way Jimmy Butler is, where it's like, I'm going to use and abuse my body and play super hard on both ends of the um, But that heat culture? You don't think that heat culture of just like bring your lunch pail to work and get the job done? I think that's more Jimmy than KD, but I mean, you don't say no to KD. I mean, Phoenix is spiritually the opposite of heat culture. Like, it's just Phoenix, you know? It's just like... Golf courses. Yeah, yeah, it's just like condos. <laughs> Come as you are, and right. occasionally you'll get COVID, and you can play through it, evidently, but maybe not. Just be you, do you, and chill, like his Twitter bio. Did you like Russell Westbrook opting into his $47 million deal and then blasting Beyonce's You Will Break My Soul and <laughs> posting that to Twitter? <laughs> he hates you guys. <laughs> he hates you and your friends. And I think, is the feeling mutual? Well, I mean, you could answer that one. <laughs> it seems like, yeah. You hate each other. You're that couple that just fights in public, and now it's almost become like this cute new, like, that's just how they are. That's just how they behave. He took $47 million from you guys and sang a song at you saying, you're not going to get me sad. That's I right. took all your money. It's almost untenable, and yet here we are trying to run it back. So, yes, I liked it a lot. That was a good move. I, th- I respected that. It's just unique to have such disdain for one another at this point. You won't break my soul. Yep, that's right. Wasn't there like a Mets thing where the players were like booing the fans or like flipping off the fans that yeah, were booing Javi them? Yeah, Javi Baez would hit doubles <laughs> and give us thumbs down. <laughs> you that know what? Up? I'm certain we were. I'm I'm certain that we were also to blame. Yeah. Right. Fans are in general bad, worse than players. And then you know who's worse than fans is Skip. Skip, Skip Bayless. Come He's on. a troll. He's a troll. So you He's have sympathy? You, because you understand him? I don't, yeah, I've, I understand. I would never, the difference between me and Skip is that Skip uh, has sort of made a whole career in doing it on television. Mm-hmm. I sort of jokingly do it on Twitter. I don't think I'd go on TV and make that my personality. Does anybody yeah, that's respect Skip Bayless? I, 
he's a, like a performer. He's a WWE wrestler. He's right. a heel. Yeah. And he, but he, he does it so well or he does it so irritatingly that it's just like shut up all the time. And the way that he just prods Russell Westbrook now, because that's the new kind of just I'll annoy you du jour. It's just yeah. like, sir, you're 60. <laughs> you don't get to talk to this person like that like you could fall off a curb and be seriously injured for the if you break your hip i'm giving you 18 months skip so like slow your roll with all this bully talk uh this is great brooklyn nets tweet welcome to brooklyn buckets o'neill just like a big fat nice image welcoming royce o'neill to hell really he's love- arriving at the worst possible time. <laughs> to hell i love the like thinking of the intern who's getting the like frantic commands to replace all of the Kevin Durant posters with Royce O'Neal photoshops. Like who knows Photoshop that could replace them? Rolls Royce, baby. Let's go. Wow. I mean, Rolls and Kyrie together. If they that's could resign bad... Nick Claxton, that's that could be a thing. Not a terrible look. So so far, the Lakers have signed Damian Jones. Big. The Knicks have gotten Hartenstein and Jalen Brunson. We got our guys so far. Now we just need KD to round it out. That would be a solid, solid haul. Would you trade any player on your team for Kevin Durant? Yes. Would you trade RJ and Jalen Brunson for him? (laughs) That would be so mean to Brunson. (laughs) No, I don't think I would do that. That's That's nice. That's like you have to, you can't break my soul. You know, like you have to have some soul. Yeah, that would be like the Celtics to Isaiah Thomas. Like, play on this injured knee and we'll take care of you. Never mind. I, I love IQ. I, we all, every Knicks fan, he's like Starks for us. Like, we all love Emmanuel quickly. Yeah. I would trade Randall quickly and four first-round draft picks without blinking. Like, and yeah. throw in Fournier if you want it. Like, there's, I would sell the ship to try and get God, the On draft night, they basically said, we won't draft anybody. We'll We'll just give us a bunch of draft picks we got three protected first rounders that are all like 14 and beyond from teams that we're probably not going to see most of those mature ever so maybe the nets don't necessarily want those as their win now pieces getting in return it's the type of thing where it's like just say first and see if they don't read the fine print (laughs) just say these are first round picks and it's like as long as like Washington doesn't come in last place in the NBA. You know, it's yes. like it's so, such impossibilities for these things to actually mature. Oh, I have to get a computer charger. Start reading tweets while I find it. Okay. So I asked you all um, to make some sort of projections. Let's see what things I could pull up real quick. Tybalt to the Mavs for Bullock. This was the most level-headed. Jack Howard. When I saw this, I texted Amir. Everyone was tweeting about Kevin Durant. Everyone was tweeting about potential everything like blockbusters and then for you jack howard to slide in tybalt to the mavs for bullock supremely supremely level-headed we love to hear it chicago bulls fans zach and kd are good pals mm-hmm. um miami gets zach KD. levine uh, go on zach levine's a free agent right is he <laughs> i think he is why isn't he one of the big headlines then i guess again everyone's just waiting Zach Levine? Huh. Shouldn't he be a, a bigger news story? It sounds like he's not. Yeah, I think he's, uh, he was, quote, exploring free agency. Uh, some people are just expecting him to sign a max deal with the Bulls, but some people are like, yeah, he, um, in theory, could end up anywhere. So my dream is for Brunson to mature into a Booker, a Donovan Mitchell, a Zach Levine type score. You know, where it's just like 27 to 30 on any given night, but just like fully competent a score. 
Is it is he trending in that direction? A Fred Van Fleet might be something close to that as well. Yeah, I think like Mike Conley is a good comp. Like he's a solid left-handed point guard who can score and pass really well. He's not an all-star, but he's just, you know, a solid 11th best point guard in the NBA. Who's never had first team reps, correct? No. Right. So that he's might been, be opportunity cost. His numbers may go. We may see it like a more elite level when he gets 36 minutes a game. That's correct. Right. Okay. Or not. Hope. And that'll be fun too. We all know Tibbs will definitely play him 43 minutes a game. So I know. And all of our rookies in second years will somehow lose. Like <laughs> Obi's, Obi's going to average six minutes a game this year. Well, that's, that's why it's good that Alec Burke left because there's nobody Tibbs like playing more than Alec Burke. I know. And like Noel too. I mean, just huge minutes eaters. So now we yeah. filled those up. Uh, the Jazz haven't done anything. Jazz hasn't remember. done anything. They didn't bring back Ingles, so all is and rem- wrong. Remember the Rudy Gobert sweepstakes? Like, wasn't that in play? Like, they have to trade one of these guys, Rudy Gobert, Donovan Mitchell. All right. So far, they're holding a both. It is funny how when Utah is playing, people care. And, like, we're like, this. I can't believe that he's a four-time defensive player of the year and Mitchell's so overrated. And then as soon as the offseason kind of really kicks in, it's like, ah, don't, you really want to talk about Utah? <laughs> I don't want to talk about Utah. <laughs> I guess even Utah doesn't want to talk about Utah. We need to, yeah. Would Brooklyn want Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell for? Yes. Kevin Durant? Yes. Imagine sending KD to Utah. That's a crime. That's pretty fun, though. Come on. You wanted to leave. Enjoy want- Salt Lake City. He's like, all right, at least I get to play with Royce O'Neal. Where did he get traded? <laughs> no, that's right. You can call it, a, you can like lump it all together into a Royce O'Neal sign in trade. That is very funny. It was all, he, he agreed to go to Utah because he thought Royce O'Neal was still there. Yes. And now he's no longer in Utah at all. <laughs> so funny. Uh, Katie and Kyrie playing together somewhere? That doesn't seem possible. That That's a weird report, right? There's, Wait, what do you mean playing together somewhere? Oh, Where he's like, like joining? I st- yeah, the whole report of like, I still want to play with Kyrie, just not in Brooklyn. Yeah, that's big open relationship energy where it's like, <laughs> we know how this ends. <laughs> we know what you're talking about. Yeah, and we know how it ends. You guys don't end up back together. No, that's right. not how this works. No. Yeah, when he said, I mean, it had to be just he didn't like the roster or he didn't like something about, Bro- like, it couldn't have just been the city. Just couldn't. No, Brooklyn is solid for him. Just doesn't make sense. Something was wrong. And maybe it's the Kyrie of it. Who knows? We'll find out in some sort of weird cryptic tweet way at some point. You know what's going to happen? We're going to stop recording and then Kevin Durant will be like, actually, don't trade me. Or actually, we figured out a trade. You're going to Toronto for Pascal Siakam and whoever. And also, like, doesn't Brooklyn put on the full court press right now of just saying, like, let's do everything we can in our power to convince him that a trade is not in any of our best, like not in your best interest, not in our best interest. We have a plan. Hear us out. You don't yeah. just say, okay, fine. We'll figure it out and trade you. Well, I'm curious what his rationale is. Is it like, I want to win a title or is it like, I don't like the front office or is it, I don't like Kyrie. Like there's stuff that's reparable. And then there's stuff that's just, you know, a non-starter. If he just doesn't want to live in New York city anymore, Brooklyn can't change that. Right. But if it's like, if you want a championship, well, we're going to trade you to Oklahoma City. So would you rather do that or would you rather us keep you? Right. To me, I believe that he is, and rightfully so, confident enough to say, wherever I play, we're the championship favorites. Or like, I'm never, he doesn't go to a season saying, I don't have the talent around me. 
to have a championship, especially when you have a guy like Kyrie. So I wouldn't say that it's necessarily that. It has to be more dynamic. Like he's unhappy yeah. somewhere or with but something. Also, Brooklyn has to like shift their priority. Like you don't trade Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving and be like, we want, we still want to compete for a championship. Right. Right. No. The whole trade is because you are not going to win a championship, and now you have to start building for the future. And it's like to have to to go from. You're not getting Giannis. No, that's only, a, like, that's it. only six players who can make you a championship team. The GM woke up and said, "Oh, I'm back to a five year plan again." Yeah, you know how many, just, uh, like how many players would uh, a team not trade for Kevin Durant? Like, would the Grizzlies trade John ja Morant? No. Would the Celtics trade Jason Tatum? No. <laughs> Would the Lakers trade it. LeBron? Yes. Ooh. Don't you think? Would you? Yeah, probably. He has one year left, and he's sort of has one foot out the door. Yeah, I think it. And like, as you as a Laker fan, would you agree to that trade? We know you love King James. Yeah, I would be kind of sad, but ultimately understand because you're getting Durant for four years versus LeBron for maybe just one. Right. Uh, would the the Bucks would not trade Giannis? The Blazers would trade Dame. I don't know. It's uh, probably not because he's like been you know his whole thing is that he's like loyal and they they can build a team around him. And just in terms of ticket sales, it seems like Dame is a bigger homegrown star. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't think they would trade Dame. Would the 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 Mavs wouldn't trade Luca? There's a lot of players that just wouldn't get traded for Kevin Durant. So maybe he isn't like a top three player like we're all saying that he is. When you put it that way, it sounds like he might not be. But when you watch him play, it is very clear he is. Yes, he's still amazing and scores. and yeah. He's just 33 going on 34 and then four more years of that. So you don't really entirely know what level of Kevin Durant you're getting. Him going back to Golden State would be chef's kiss. With like, <laughs> chef's kiss. Would the Warriors trade Wiggins, Wiseman, and Kuminga for him, yeah, like Kuminga. Yes, you think they'd mortgage their like the whole thing was like let's keep our future intact, rebuild while we play, and they would just chip it all in for Kevin Durant again. Yes, I don't think they would. I think they'd be like, we already did that, and we like now we're here and we won without him. But now it's really fun <laughs> to have him back. <laughs> that would be a very funny timeline. I want it to happen just for the lulls. All of it. You serious? All, those four players are all in the same like chapter in their career they all have three years left i mean like they all could play more you know what i mean but like they're the age is so right where it's like you guys just want to do it again it's like it's just it lines up perfect i don't know if you can afford it (laughs) (laughs) i'd be afraid i wonder if there's a way for like windhorst mentioned he's like if they if kd and Kyrie did want to stay together then the lakers are an option how i don't understand well that would require trading ad i guess I don't understand how the Lakers are an option in anything still. I know that you said like it requires like taking on Russell Westbrook's contract for one year, but like anytime someone says like the Lakers are the only team that could pull this off, I'm like, you must be wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I know I don't know what you're talking about, but you must be wrong because they have no room. Yeah, I almost, I basically wanted to just happen and then figure out how they did it, then just sit here and try to figure out ways for them to go about doing it. Yes. Um, Amir, do you want to make public the bet you made on a futures bet in Vegas today? My buddy's in Vegas. Katie requests a trade. I'm like, run to a sportsbook and let's see what the Suns' future uh, bet is to win the championship. Because I think they were like 10 to 1 yesterday. 
Wow. Uh, which is already great value for a team that was kind of the best team in the NBA for the regular season. Correct. And then it's like, what if, if Durant lands there, then they're going to be like even money to win a championship. It'll be like Chris Paul and Devin yep. Booker and who, whoever's left over plus Kevin Durant. Yep. And so he's like, it's seven and a half to one. I'm like, yep. great. Whatever you put in, count me in. He had $300 in his wallet from an ATM. I'm like, sign me up for 150 of that. I think it was 300 to win 2100 or $2,200. So, so I guess I'm a Phoenix Suns fan next year. I was about to say, let's go Suns. And the fun part is, if it hits, you got to go back to Vegas to cash the uh, the ticket. That's fun for gamblers like you. That's a fun bet. That's, <laughs> you show up and you get a thousand dollar voucher from this casino just to you know have fun with that weekend. So that'll be a fun thing if it actually ends up happening. Most people who like winning money, they just wanted to hit the account. You want any excuse to go back to a casino to get you said money to back. lose yeah. it again? And you might not be able to mail it in, but no fun. No. Where's really the fun got, in that? You really got to drive there, actually, at night. I really would. That's fun. I really would like to see <laughs> how the lines changed the second Shams's tweet came out. Like, Brooklyn's um, odds. I think I saw. Image. Yeah, like, I think it was like uh, Brooklyn went from 4 to 1 to 16 to 1. Wow. But do you think that was, like, within 30 seconds of the tweet going out? Yeah, like, they, like, scrambled together to change. I don't know, within 30 seconds, how long, however long it takes for them to do it. Uh, and and yeah. then... The, the Suns and the Heat, his two preferred destinations, went up. Do you know anybody who makes lines? No. I do Have you not. ever met somebody who works in Vegas who is like a lines maker? No. I read articles about like who these people are. They, I think some of them don't even re- like live in Vegas. They're like in like offshore, mm. like a tribunal of seven experts that are like know exactly where the public will bet. That is great. That is exactly where you want them. Like, like off on a cliff somewhere. Yes. And they're, you know, they, they don't necessarily. They set the line at what they think will happen. They just set the line at what they think people will bet. That is just the best. Well, if we ever get one of them on the podcast, that will be like the most prepared I will ever show up to one of these. Uh, Gallinari is a free agent now. They dropped and him. San Antonio like didn't even want him. They didn't. They just said, we're rebuilding God, in damn Pop's it, final season. It hurts season. even more, man. <laughs> we thought we had a chance at DeJounte Murray. And we're like, we could give you so much more than Gallo. We can give you more than Gallo. Take Randall. I guess they wanted unprotected firsts. That's all. And the Knicks don't ha- necessarily have that because of all the protections on those firsts. Oh, that uh, means Gallo's going to be a Nick. God damn it. Well, he's deciding between Chicago and Boston. Oh, okay. Wow. Info's, info's just rolling out. Boston could use a Gallinari type. Another scorer. Another white. Another white scorer. <laughs> Nothing says Boston like a white scorer. Uh, Dan Wojcicki says, more than fair to say... There, there's a lot of Kyrie Irving Lakers chatter happening. Could go down to how slash if the Lakers are use are willing to use tradable picks in 27 and 29. No way, man. Who cares about 2029? You used to give me this bullshit about the Knicks when I'd be like, yeah, but we have Dallas's 2023. And you'd be like, yeah. who cares about 2023? It's 2019. Yes. 2029 for Kyrie. He's retired. He's gone. He's not even in the NBA. Both of us are dead for sure. Oh I mean, we're God. not here. Our grandkids are dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this is the thing. Like, are the Lakers willing to attach two first round? Like, our only remaining two first rounders in the next six years? Yes. To Russell Westbrook just to get rid of him? Yes. Who cares about 2027 and 2029? Who cares? Literally, who cares? That's correct. So many I, other things attitude. will have changed. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's correct you have games in a few months yeah you're and you don't you won't have lebron then i don't think and you no. won't have ad then 
And maybe so you'll have a player who you could trade Anthony Davis style and you'll get five first round picks because that's something that people just acquire now. So that could just potentially be your future at some point. So the, like, the way it would work in a hypothetical is the uh, Thunder, um, be le- they're like, all right, we'll take Russ, but you have to give us two more first rounders. Right. And those will be very, very good first rounders because you guys might be trash in 2028. Who cares? No protection. We right. could get the number one pick from you. Right. We'll take Russell Westbrook. We'll give you, I don't know, who's their second best player? Um, not Dork because he just resigned. Poku? Um, yeah, we'll give you a Poku. We'll give you Kenrick Williams. We'll give you whatever. Chet? A, a bunch of options. Yeah, Chet. Well, a bunch of um, options, mm-hmm. pieces, assets to have to trade mm-hmm. to the Brooklyn Nets so that they can start rebuilding. Or even to a different team. That different team gives us players, and then we give them to the Nets mm-hmm. for Kyrie Irving. Mm-hmm. Long road. Long road. Long, long road. And I guess that's why it hasn't happened yet. But I will say, the one thing that gives me hope, and I think I said this earlier, is that no other team, <laughs> no other team wants Kyrie Irving. That's right. There is <laughs> no is, market for Kyrie Irving. People are just not interested. No. They don't want Signed. the chaos. They don't want the chaos. Russell for $47 million is bad. Kyrie for 39 is almost as bad. Scary. It's just scary. Upgrade for us, downgrade for everybody else. And it's an upgrade in quotes for you, but like he could just leave. Yeah. Like Russ played 81 games. He he does hit the side of the backboard. He hit the side of the backboard. He does play. You know what? Like there there are jokes about like Russ being a great Tibbs player, and mm. I don't necessarily doubt that. Mm. Like Tibbs wants a guy who's going to play hard and is available. Yes. Is there any appetite for Russ at MSG? Is, doesn't it seem like a Nixian thing? Let's bring in the biggest star for one year to go fucking ham. We just and got you get Brunson. to get off of Randall, and we, you get to get off Fournier. We got we, we just got Brunson like five minutes ago. We have to see how this looks. <laughs> we don't. We also don't care about your twenty twenty nine. Yeah, I guess so. That's you shouldn't, and we shouldn't either. I just I want to be on. I want to be a fly on the wall of Rob Palinka's phone conversations right now. Wish uh, there was right. something I could do. Probably a lot of that. Wish there's I, something I could do. I guess, I guess let's, let's take a break. We'll call it a multi-day break. Stop right here. Upload this podcast and see what happens as soon as we end recording. Which one means last, Kevin Durant is going is to getting sign. Traded. Yeah, he's, he's going to sign with Houston at like 2015. <laughs> he's going back to Texas. They get all those picks back. That's right. Uh, Marvin Bagley III. Where? Three years, $37 million. In Detroit? With Detroit. So he's staying. They have like a completely new roster. Detroit's fun. Yeah. They got all of our draft picks somehow in the 20, <laughs> this, this round. And then they got Cade, and then they got Marvin Bagley, and then they got that Jaden Ivey kid that everyone seems to love. Yeah. Rootable. Uh, Damian Jones, a vet minimum for the Lakers. All right. We're still Big. in the mix. Still <laughs> in the mix, baby. Get used to that phrase, Lakers fans. You're going to be Let's hearing it a lot. Oh. <laughs> Uh, all right, sweet. Good work. Good recap so far. That was over an hour, but we had a lot to discuss. Yeah. Kevin Durant, still a Brooklyn Net TBD. We'll find out soon. Kyrie Irving, not a Laker yet. Not sure why it's taking so long, but so it Sh- goes. Shams is probably just a slow typer. I'm sure any minute now. Oh, I can't wait. Uh, all right, sweet. Billy, where can people hear more of you? Uh, you know, HeadGum, No Joke Podcast, here on Buckets. Um, you know the drill. You know the drill. Hell yeah. Congrats on Hartenstein. Thank you. It's a big day. I'm going to pop some champagne when I get off the pod. Jalen Brunson jersey? Is it in play? At the very least, a shirt, see. What number is Brunson rocking? Is he a 13? 
Uh, that feels right. 25? No, that was Derek well, Rose. I don't it know. It feels right, though. All right. Anything's well. in play. All right, well, I'm going to go onto YouTube and just watch a bunch of Jalen Brunson highlights and get pumped up. A lot of him driving, change direction, herky-jerky, change direction again. He can go up with a left and right. Lefty leaner, Love underneath the guy. basket. Love it. You're actually getting me. This is porn. What you're saying is porn. <laughs> Anything beats Chris Duhon on his 12th year. Or... <laughs> you dare say Duhon has not been with us for at least one season. We had Moochie Norris since we've yes. had Chris Duhon. Mooch. We uh, should right, do cool. in the offseason. Was he a Nick? And list all of the Knicks because Dikembe Mutombo yes. was on that list. Everybody was on that list. Was we'll he a Nick? Luke Longley? Was we'll he a Nick? Uh, Patty Mills is going back to the Brooklyn Nets. He says, you know what? I don't care who's here. Two years, 14 million. Sign no. me up for more Patty Mills. That's a Brooklyn icon right there. Good for Patty. Uh, all right. See you guys soon. Peace. That was a HeadGum Original.